This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Hi, welcome everybody to Drink of Ages radio show. We are here at Drink of Ages Pub. Of course, always drinking the good beers. Hanging out, 1005 Wall Drive. I am John Denman, your host, DJ Muskrush, my producer. Hanging out over there on the ones and twos. He's got his little whole system up there, all of his albums, uh, live mixing throughout the whole show. So it's just, it's just fun to have here at the pub. This episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by our friends at Bell's Brewery. They're bringing everyone their latest seasonal Oktoberfest beer, crafted as a flavorful session beer and perfect for autumn. Oktoberfest spends a full six weeks fermenting with herbal hops aromas. This balanced amber lager focuses on lightly toasted malt that lends body without too much sweetness. Perfect for a week-long wedding celebration in Germany or just the start of the Texas autumn. Grab a Bell's Brewing Oktoberfest today. So it's gonna be a fun one tonight. So we're just kind of—it's gonna be an easy one. I, I feel like it's gonna be—it's uh, gonna. We're, we're, well, let's just let's talk about who's gonna be on the show. Uh, from Spindle Tab Brewing, we have Garrison Head Brewers hanging out with us right now. What's up, man? Welcome, welcome. And then uh, later on the show, we have badass little punk band from here in Houston. Um, Dead, Dead to the World is gonna be hanging out. So. You get to listen to some of their music in between the segments, and yeah, man, so it's going to be a good little beer and music show. So Garrison, Garrison from Spindletap, Spindletap Brewery, just uh, north side of Houston, off of Little York 59, not that far at all. Uh, you guys have been really, really busy in the last three weeks. Yes, sir. Yeah, we have. And with the, all the stuff that happened after Harvey, and you guys became a main distribution center, and then all of a sudden became, it was like, all right, well, people were bringing stuff, and it was getting out, you know, able to do that, and then J.J. Watts like, hey, we're going to make this the distribution center for all the goods coming from for the J.J. Watt Foundation. Yeah, man, uh, through partner with the Cajun Navy, J.J. Watt Foundation, uh, ended up getting... I mean, several hundred truckloads worth of stuff uh, just through our warehouse. I know I stopped in there several times just to lend a hand and, you know, just support and lend a hand. Uh, and Adam, that guy, that guy's a machine. He's a monster. Yeah, Adam, Adam, uh, he definitely worked his ass off. Yeah, yeah, but, man, so much product was moved. And uh, it'd be nice to see exactly what the numbers ended up being because like I say it was over 200 truckloads of stuff that was brought in separated because you know you get a truckload of nothing but diapers or something well that needs to be broken down to go into other pallets to go to different places so it's not if you're sitting there and you receive a truckload of diapers that's not really going to do you much good but you guys broke everything down you and uh, between like all the different volunteers that showed up yeah, we had a lot of volunteers. They uh, were instrumental in, in that whole process. But you guys, you guys treated them right, because I know I popped in there one day, 
And of course, you know, the beer was flowing, which is always, always nice. So, you, know, you come help out, you get to have a few beers, but you, know, you were out there on the trailer smoking some uh, pork butts. Yeah, a uh, buddy of mine, uh, JJ and I, I mean, we smoked like 15 pork butts. Uh, ended up ended up donating those throughout the city. Uh, you know, help support the relief effort. So, and that's what you know. People are always thinking, "What can I do? What can I do to help?" You know, in these situations, it's like you know what you feed people because yeah. they're out there, like I said, working their ass off. They're out there in the heat doing stuff. Just show up with show up with the water, some water. Some good food, and then a beer later. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of those first responders went went you know days with without sleep and uh, you know quite a bit of time as well without a hot meal. So it's kind of was our goal in that just try to try to get somebody get people some food, you know. Yeah, that was it was such a crazy time. I mean, there's still a lot of people that are having having a lot of issues, and then you, the hurricanes coming to the uh, Caribbean and everything right now. It's just it's it's. It's not looking. It's looking really bleak you know, at the moment, but yeah, good things are happening. Good things are happening still all over the world. Some bad things are happening, but um, now what, what? The way the the city handled everything, and I know this is you know kind of beating a dead horse, but you can't you can't stress it enough about how how much help each individual person gave to individual people. Yep. Yeah, there was I mean, pe- people all over the city coming together to help. Uh, it was pretty, pretty cool deal. Yeah, but like I said, just uh, just want that out there for for what you guys were able to do, and not just not just supplying a location for this, but actually out there, you know, twelve to sixteen hours a day, running a twenty-four hour operation, getting the trucks in and out, and logistically speaking, just as. Uh, which that's kind of part of some of the jobs that you, know, you guys do over there. But, man, just to be able to work it all out and get it done as quickly and to the people that need it the most, man, that was, it was very impressive. Yeah, man. Good team Good team of individuals. Yeah, we are here at Drink of Ages Pub hanging out with Garrison from Spindle Tap Brewery, which got finished eating a ridiculous amount of pizza, Vino pizzas, which Matt always stops in, you know, drops them off for the show, which – is for honestly for not just our benefit because you know we're eating pizza but for everybody's benefit because you know we are having some beer so the pizza helps pizza definitely helps to get us through the show and if you never tried pizza lavina pizzas you need to get some because they are pretty fantastic and the strombolis the chicken philly stromboli i know i mentioned it several times in the show before but it's for a reason because it is delicious <laughs> it is really good but now, all kind of cool stuff is going on. Uh, Garrison, you, um, you know, a little spindle tap, and just announced with Parish Brewery, which was a pretty huge ordeal about the collaboration. And so here we are now. That beer is going to be ready next week. Yes, it will be. Uh, I'll be packaging in the next week, release on the 30th. That's pretty exciting stuff because, uh, for one, it's the first collaboration that Parrish has ever done. Mm-hmm. And so there, there, that's that's pretty. First collaboration we've done too. The first collaboration you guys have done. So, yeah, like I said, everybody, everybody at this point has probably tasted Houston Haze, which is just a phenomenal beer. I mean, it's one of my favorite beers that's been made from anyone. I mean, it's just, it's delicious. Thanks, man. And 
Then you take a brewery that makes Ghost in the Machine that... Well, I'm getting, I'm getting um, asked questions from the bar. Uh, yeah. So you take the brewery that makes Ghost in the Machine, which we had some of that last night. Yes, we did. As a matter of fact, man, last night, I think we had more beers than what I, what I thought we had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we uh, ended up drinking more than I had planned. I know that. Well, I mean, it started off, you, know, you stopped in. I don't even know what time that was. I mean, it was, it was early. Yeah, it was like five o'clock. Five o'clock, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what my wife. She she's like, "Are you still there?" I was like, "Yeah, but we're talking collaboration stuff." <laughs> and so she's like, "Okay." Well, then today when I woke up, it was like, "Man, you know what? I think I had a few extra beers last night." I think I was gonna leave at eight, and like four hours later, <laughs> like seven beers later, that you had forced down my throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we break out, what was it? So it was a Mon V. And some ghosts in the machine uh, that, that our friends over at the Houston Beer Chronicle brought by. Uh, man, uh, you, you know, you've got to drink them. You, know, you, you want to drink those as fresh as possible. Yep. So you don't want to wait until tomorrow to drink it. You have to drink it then. So, yeah, so we had, you know, you guys, uh, well, all right, let's backtrack a little bit, which we only have a little bit more of this segment. Uh, before I take a break, plus I'm we're both getting low on beer now. But um, now the, the the whole people keep asking me like, how this come to be? Like, what happened? Because everybody saw the pictures, you know, the private plane flying over to to Parish, and, and you know, there was some pictures that we put out there of that trip. Yeah, but that was the, the kind of the idea was to hopefully set up a collaboration, but to also just to get to know the people over at Parish. And because they are making some of the best New England IPAs. Yeah, definitely, man. I It's a place that I had wanted to visit. Uh, like you said, I mean, Ghost and Machine, Envy, everybody knows those beers. Uh, hadn't been. Uh, wanted a chance to just go out there and uh, get to know those guys, check out their facility, uh, You know, learn a little bit more about what they're doing out there. Uh, you know, as far as uh, you know, any intentions with, with, with the you know establishing and collaboration you know it wasn't any specific plans in that sense just a good just a good meeting and shaking of hands and you know if, if it could work out it would be nice and I, i'm just happy to see that it did and for the the beer that's it, it says release is going to be at the brewery on september 30th saturday next saturday but all over town that friday i know there's going to be a lot of different events and when we get back from the break, we'll talk about what that's benefiting and how this is 100% donated everything for this going to charity. So let's get another beer garrison, and when we get back, we'll talk more. Everybody's right back. no label lately? The tap room has extended their hours and is a great place to take the family. Bring your dog and enjoy no label beers while the kids play and eat at the food trucks. 
Watson Side Haze. No Labels New England IPA. It's now available in the Houston area. Hey, guys, this is Matt from Pizza Lavino. It's football time in Houston. Make sure to call us with your orders on Sunday. Get your deep dish pizzas, get your thin crust, get your strombolis, get your craft beer delivered for game time, and make sure to come visit Drink of Ages. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Ryan with NOLA Brewing. Blessed are the thirsty, and Back Pew Brewing has the answer. Their Saints and Sinners lineup is full of badass beers like Blue Testament, Seder Swill, Ninth Circle, and their new Pale Ale, Evil Doer. Tap Ruben is open Saturday, noon to 5 p.m., with lots of badass beers, outdoor games, and frisbee golf. Food trucks are on site, ready for you to just snack it up. Find the Back Pew Brews in stores and in all good drinking places. Cheers. segment we're talking about collaboration beer the operation juice drop and i this beer is i don't really you know there's a lot of beers that get released and you know the hype gets kind of built up about it it's like all right that's pretty exciting but this one this one even though you know i'm kind of a part of it but i'm still just as a beer drinker i am so excited about this beer and i can't wait to drink it yeah, me too. Uh, it's it's we, so you, basically how it worked out uh, with this particular beer, the Operation Juice Drop. Uh, you and Andrew, owner of uh, Parish, uh, you guys came up with this recipe. Yes, sir. And so ultimately. Which I remember Andrew, you know, we, we hung out with him quite a bit. Um, that night that we were over at Flying Saucer, hanging out, drinking, and, you know, was talking about just trends and stuff and how to you know, make maintain this and how, how you can make a beer stay relevant. And one of the things that was mentioned was add more hops. <laughs> and I think, I think this one is, I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's an absurd amount of hops. Yeah, in this beer, but they all play so well together. Uh, what was it? Six pounds? Five pounds? Six pounds per barrel. Six pounds per barrel of hops in this beer. And to put that in perspective, Houston Hayes is right at about four pounds per barrel. Mm, man, so yeah, so that's a nice little increase in, in hops. But the cool thing was... Uh, that with Andrew, he says, you know, apparently they, they use so much hops that he gets to pick his his hops. He gets his choice on Citra. Yeah, he's got some pretty good Citra, man. Yeah, so and not all hops are created equal, which 
you can tell from smash beers. Uh, a lot of people talk about smash beers from one batch to the next, and there's a reason for that because you don't always get the same hop. You, I mean, if you make the same batch that tastes exactly like it did before, then it's pretty lucky that that happened. Right. Especially when you're only using one hop. So, but when you're able to pick and get a hop that is in its prime, that, because it's just any, any, just like any vegetable. You know, there's a, there's a period of, a small period that is ripe. That, that hop is ready to go. Just because it's a hop cone doesn't mean it's going to yield the best bittering aromas or flavors yeah, that it's supposed to. Different oil, varying oil concentrations. Yeah. So this is, that's something that I know you're very interested in, being a biochemist and all. The, the, how, what is the makings of a hop? And when is the best time to pick it? What is the best time to, you know, because right now a lot of a lot of hops that used to be used for bittering are now used for aroma, and so the whole brewing what what used to be you know your sixty minute boil, that's all out the window for a lot of beers these days. Yeah, and, and at least in the way I like to brew the style, it's it's more about just massive amounts at the back end of the brewing process. One of the things that that he did bring with him was a hop extract. Yeah. You know, just cans of hop extract. Bunch of Simcoe extract. It smelled wonderful. Smelled like smelled like it should be a candle. <laughs> That's what, what I want my pub to smell like. <laughs> just smelled like that Simcoe. It was so good. And then between that and the Citra, and what are the other hops that went into this one? Uh, Citra. Uh, Vic Secret, Galaxy, Amarillo, and Motueka. Nice little combination. Now, what was was different with the malt bill kind of compared to Hayes? Because the ABV on this one's a little bit higher. Uh, pretty pretty basic malt bill. It's pretty much the same. Uh, just bump up the gravity on it. Well, this this beer. Uh, so Thursday next, not this Thursday, but next week. This beer should be ready, yeah, which is a pretty short amount of time that this has been fermenting out. So I would imagine that just watching this thing ferment was almost like a jacuzzi. <laughs> the bubbles going, coming, the amount of CO2 coming out of this thing. Yeah, it was good, healthy fermentation, man. Just getting a little technical with this. I mean, like what, what yeast was going? did you end up going with with this one? Uh, London 3. Okay. It's a nice, clean, just makes makes great beers. It does make some great beers. Um, so this one's going to be available in package. Draft is going out. Like I said, there, there's a lot of events. I, I'm actually meant to print them out, but if it, your favorite bar, uh, they will probably have some kegs of it coming to them. I know we're going to have some here at Drink of Ages, Huey's, Hopstop, Petrol, uh, Guru's down in Sugarland. You know, you can get a burger and a pint down there, which if you've never had Guru, Guru's Burgers, fantastic, man. Phenomenal. Uh, but, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of bars around Houston that, that, that will be doing the release Friday night and Saturday with this. Barry's Pizza is doing a whole big event with it. Um, so, it... The cool thing is that 100% of this whole thing is being donated 
to charity for Harvey Relief going to the J.J. Watt Foundation. And not only, you know, are just I'll kind of I'll kind of explain how it is working out that the beers. Well, okay, start from the basics. That uh, all the materials were donated either by Parish Spindle Tap or from the Malt House. Yeah, yeah, pretty much most of our suppliers were kind enough to to donate uh, most of the supplies. So, so a sixty barrel batch. BSG donated. Uh, BSG helped out with the grain. Uh, y East helped out with the yeast. And then Parrish had the hops. You guys had some hops. And the time, the labor, all that's donated. The Parrish had the cans made. They're some pretty awesome cans. And they had those made. So the way that it's going to work out is Spindle Tap is selling, because they are distributed by Silver Eagle, they're selling the kegs to Silver Eagle for a dollar. And then Silver Eagle is, has to put their dollar on it. So something that might not be exactly right in the prices, but basically all the bars are getting it for just a couple dollars. And so every pint that you go drink, the bar is donating that money back to the charity. So at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the weekend, hopefully raise over $200,000 when there's just a nice, yeah, it's a big 60-barrel batch of beer. Yeah, uh, and I think the the basically price point at the bars is going to be ten dollars a pint, uh, with the with the option of adding on to it if you want, increasing that value to whatever you you want to donate. Yeah, that's and then for our, so many bars to jump on board and and go, you know what? Yeah, we're going to basically give away beer all night long for this for this event because yeah, there, there's 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 a lot of people still out there suffering and there just needs to be. Yeah, there's a, the money raised is a whole different argument and things, but right, it's just a great. It's just gonna be a delicious beer. <laughs> Let's just get back to that. A beer that you definitely want to try, and it's gonna end up ultimately raising a big chunk of change that's going to help people here locally. Now I go out to some worldwide organization. You know, and it's not saying that people don't need it elsewhere, but this is gonna stay right here in Houston and help people out. Yes, sir. So, I'm just excited. Can't wait to taste it because, uh, like I said, Ghost of the Machine, Opus, Envy, oh, the beers, beers that Parish make are just world-class beers. And then you come over to here in Houston, Houston Hayes, uh, Hops Drop, Juiston, all oh, just fantastic beers. And I'm drinking Hop Gusher right now, which you know, I, can, I can put down quite a bit of this Hop Gusher. I have put down quite a bit of hop gusher. <laughs> I would imagine so. Well, well, like at the brewery, like what's your normal go-to beer that you guys have with there? Uh, like I said, typically drink a lot of hop gusher, uh, crudo, Russian imperial stout. That's always nice. Uh, try to try to keep a couple guest taps on just to uh, have something else to, to drink. You know. Yeah, I mean, you guys. You've grown and have expanded so much. Uh, just the amount of amount of beer that you're making over the last couple of years, just to keep up with the core brands. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of off-premise accounts uh, starting out. Yeah, it's it's between Honey Honey Hole is I pretty much guarantee you. If I had pulled out a list of the most beers that I've sold here at Drink of Ages. 
Uh, it's Honey Hole. People fill up that, fill up growlers by the gallon of that stuff. I know. Uh, it's not my favorite beer, but people love it. People love it. All right, I'm let's glad take, people like it. Yeah, glad people. Everybody, every brewery needs their one. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more. With Spindletap Brewery in Garrison, and then a little later on, Dead of the World is going to be hanging out. Drink of ages. Be right back. you guys got the latest batch of one of my favorite beers spindle taps houston haze another great beer this brewery has put out to go along with wildcatter hop gusher tool pusher and others you may still be able to grab a four pack or a pint if you make it up to the brewery just 10 minutes from downtown spindle taps air conditioned brewery offers relief from the houston heat tap room is open fridays and saturdays with great food on premise spindletapbrewing.com two beers you need to have in your fridge from no label brewing is 1980s kolsch and brew of h pell 1980s Kolsch is a traditional German-style Kolsch beer that is lightly hot with a slightly dry, crisp finish. This balanced beer is definitely a crowd-pleaser. Speaking of a crowd-pleasers, Brew of H Pell is out just in time for college football. Cheer on the home team and enjoy this tasty Pell 1980s Kolsch and Brew of H, great beers from our friends over at No Label Brewing. Go to pizzaovino.com. Then once you're there, click on the Receive Newsletter and leave your email address. Your name will be selected in a drawing for two VIP brewery tour passes for St. Arnold to be drawn later this month. Tour includes a flight of four pints of their newest beers and a VIP personally guided tour behind the scenes at the brewery. This is brought to you by St. Arnold, Silver Eagle, and Pizza Vino. Also, Pizza Vino, they deliver your favorite St. Arnold beers along with other Bayou City beers to go with your pizza and strambolis. And speaking of strambolis, man, they have a Philly cheesesteak, a chicken Philly cheesesteak, and a spinach onion cheesesteak stromboli. Absolutely delicious. Hope everybody out there is drinking some really tasty beverages. I, at the moment, am still drinking some Hop Gusher. Uh, Garrison, who's our guest uh, tonight's show from Spindletap Brewery, you are drinking a beer that is, you know, I, I didn't know that we could get it. It's from Small Brew Pub is the name of the brewery, and it's a passion fruit sour. Yeah, man. Passion fruits. I mean, I love sours. Uh, that, that's still that's a style that I thought was it was right on the verge of becoming like a main mainstream. You know, everybody's like, "What's going to be the next next? What's going to be the next trend?" And it's like, I think it's going to be sours. Until I started drinking some of the New England IPAs, 
And it's like, oh, you know what? I think that's going to be the next thing that comes out. And because, you know, IPAs never went away. Uh, Barrel-aged beers never went away. And so, but I was hoping to see more sours and more breweries making sours. And I understand, yeah, it's not always that safe to take that approach, but... Uh, I'm thankful that there are breweries that are doing it, though, man. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're making some really good ones. And so, yeah, so when I saw the you know, small brew pub, it's like, all right, what the hell, man? Let's get some of that and try it out. And it's good. Yeah, not super tart, but, yeah, if you had a waffle and bacons to go down with it, some bacon to go down with it right now, it'd be pretty good. It's like a breakfast. But I'm still drinking Hop Gusher because it is... It's other than the you know your hazy IPAs. This to me, this is my favorite beer that you guys make. Thanks, man. Hop Gusher. Uh, in, the, in the early days, there was some slight tweaking of the recipe. That um, yeah, it, it kind of fell off a little bit, but then it quickly came back, and now it's just a really good beer. Yeah, primarily just just adjusting the dry hop concentrations. Yeah. So with the. Operation Juice Drop, the collaboration beer with Parrish. I'm getting dirty stares from my wife walking <laughs> by. That's just, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. If I should be excited by it or should be, should be worried by it. Depends on the, the type of dirty that the stare was. I, I know. I, <laughs> I, I, I took it both ways. I think I'm in for some trouble tonight. <laughs> it'll, work, it'll work out one way or the other. Uh, but... Yeah, there's Operation Juice Drop. So at the brewery, Saturday, September 30th, is going to be the big release of the cans. So not only are you going to have cans of Operation Juice Drop, but you'll also have cans of Haze as yes, well. Yes, sir. Next Houston Haze release. So it's going to be it's going to be a, a crazy day over at Spindle Tap. But I will say this. The last big release, which was Hops Drop, Hayes and Houston, it it went very smoothly over there. Everybody got their beers really fast. Lines were not that long, and but it went through a bunch of people. Yeah, we sold out of uh, all three in like two hours. So yes, yeah. <laughs> pretty efficient. Moving some beers. So, but one good thing, I mean, you'll have, of course, you'll have have it on tap. You'll have juice drop on on tap mm-hmm. you'll have haze on tap mm-hmm. so you can go go through the line get your four packs and four packs of haze are going to be 16 and a juice drop is going to be 20 but that 20 dollars is also going back to charity so yeah keep that in mind I, I just, i'm just excited man uh i, I want to smell this beer smell it this morning man uh it, it's it is worth smelling <laughs> um September 30th is going to be a good time to go over to Spindle Tap so you can get your cans. Uh, you're talking about, you know, there's, I know that a lot of the haze gets traded out for some really phenomenal beers, so I can only imagine what this um, parish operation juice drop is going to be able to pull in the trade markets. It's going to be some really, really good beers. I mean, I think that at that point you're kind of, Getting past the tree houses and the trilliums, uh, yeah, you better, better come with something, something, something nice. Hey man, those are pretty nice in my opinion. Well, 
we had we had several uh, I stop by spindle tap on a semi-normal basis and it's weird because I go there just I mean, I'm gonna stop in just real quick and go in there hang out just for a little bit and then somehow like eight hours disappears <laughs> just I don't even know how it happens it's like a time warp but it's a good time warp <laughs> it's a normal it's, day at work for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm happy to say that yeah, at least, if nothing else, I did stir in some hops in this batch of beer and then Operation Juice Drop. So, You did, man. Yeah. Right, that Whirlpool would not have been the same without you. Oh, no, I, I put my magic in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let that sink in for a little bit. When you go, man, what's that? What is that? It's like, oh, that's John's magic. <laughs> it is. It's, but September 30th is going to be the big day of Spindle Tap. Like I said, Friday night is going to be a lot of events all over town. Thursday night, we'll do the event here late night pre-party at Drink of Ages. And so sneak up here, bring you know only your closest friends, and then come have a pint of the Operation Juice Drop. Garrison's going to be hanging out. DJ Muskrat's going to be playing some pretty awesome music. And we'll make a good little party of it. September 30th. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I'm not trying to push everything too far forward, but I'm already looking forward to the next collaboration. <laughs> yeah, haven't even tried this one yet. I'm going, what's next? What's going to be the next one? Because, yeah, it's going to be good, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on this weekend. What else is happening this weekend? That's when my that's when probably when my wife walked by and gave me a dirty look because I'm making plans that I shouldn't be making. But what time does all that kick off, Garrison? Uh, ten o'clock on uh, on that Saturday. Ten a.m. And I think that'll make a lot more people happy that it's on a Saturday instead of a Sunday, like the last one. Yeah, that was just due to necessity, unfortunately. Just having to get that beer out there. We had uh, had had a private party that rented out the brewery that Saturday. That uh, they had had it rented out for like two months, so there wasn't really any backing out of that. Yeah, probably just shouldn't. Not a good idea. But yeah, most people showed up, and like I said, you sold out in a couple hours. Uh, three beers. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to be out there cooking on this Saturday. Yep. No, it's one thing that you know people that not, you know Garrison doesn't get out much. So the fact that he's been here <laughs> three days in a row at Drink of Ages. You don't now, know me, John. Yeah, three days in a row, man. I'm excited. Yeah, it's like we're going to get him out of a shell a little bit. You know, but he uh, one thing that you know people probably don't know about is that he can smoke some meat. And make some phenomenal barbecue. So if you want to try some of that, you can go to the brewery this Saturday and try their little pop-up barbecue that they're doing. Fundraiser, yeah, for HBD and Astros organization. And uh, yeah, good thing is that you'll be smoking brisket and a bunch of other stuff out there. And I'm gonna sneak out there at the pit and try some of it. Yeah, should be plenty of it, man. But nah, it's just it's just fun, man. We. 
Here, people see the picture of us. You know, we're hanging on the little private plane, flying over there, and that was just like a whirlwind day. And it's something that everyone should experience at least like three times in their life. But um, it, it was, it was. Hey, man, let's go to let's go to Paris. All right, let's go. And then it was like, oh man, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a van, you know, and drive you guys out there so you don't have to worry about driving. It's like, That's probably a good idea. And then it's like, oh well, I think I think. Uh, I uh, think we're going to go. We're going to get a plane. And so we're going to fly out there. And it's like, all right, it sounds good. Count me in. So we flew out to we flew out to Lafayette. Uh, had us had a nice little van pick us up there, take us to the brewery. Hung out at Parrish for a few hours. Talked to Andrew and everybody and drank you know, several beers. Then we drove to McDonald's because we're ballers. And... <laughs> Got a bunch of McDoubles, and we all ate some McDoubles real quick. Hopped on the plane, went to Lake Charles, got up, hopped in a limo, went to Golden Nugget, where I was actually, for the first time, up at a casino, like, significantly. And then I played blackjack. Then I went to a roulette table and quickly lost it all. Uh, went back to the blackjack table, won it back, and ended up walking away with like 200 bucks. You know, and it's like, it's just a win. Yeah, I had drinks, uh, had a good time, and yeah. And then we hopped back on the plane and flew back to Houston. So, the. I, uh, the, the, the plane just came about. I, they, it's somebody, you can, you can rent a private plane. And in all honesty, it's, uh, it's not that expensive to do and worth it because. For seven people, it was yeah. Seven people. You, you, you pull up, you walk right in, then they're like, hey, would you like anything? You're like, yeah. And they'll just give it to you. And then you go hop, you walk right out, get on your plane, you take off, you land, you get out, and it's just, so much faster and more convenient. So for any time you want to do an event that's a that's a day, a, a real day trip, get a plane and get eight of your buddies, or at least seven of your buddies, and we make left, it happen. We left at eight, flew out of Houston at eight, went to Paris for a few hours, went to the casino, back in Houston by four thirty. Yeah, it was it was a yeah yeah it was all in one quick day, one quick day. So. All right, well, the fundraiser that's going on is going to be Beer Barbecue Back to Blue, and that's going to be a Houston Police Foundation event. That is happening this Saturday at Spindle Tap, 12 to 5 p.m. Get out there, try some of Garrison's Barbecue, and, man, have a few pints. And then the following weekend, September 30th, is going to be the release of Operation Juice Drop. Uh, you don't definitely don't want to miss that. And look for the events all over town because, like I said, 100% of this, the bars are donating everything to the charity. Everything, everything, all product, all of it, time, labor, everything has been is 100% donated. And so whatever money's raised, every single penny is going to charity. So get out there and try some. It's going to be a phenomenal beer. I honestly don't see how it, it can't be. You know, we, we throw some spindle tap with some parish, combine the efforts. It's going to be pretty fantastic. And like I said, I put my little magic in there. So... Uh, that's going to be that little, little tickle magic. on the end. <laughs> the little tickle on the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to be talking with Dead to the World. So, Garrison, thanks for coming and hanging out, and we'll see you on Saturday. All right, man. All right, Drinking Babies, right back.
Eighth Wonder Brewery, our buds on the east side's latest release, AstroTurf, is a throwback cream ale dry hop with a healthy amount of Amarillo hops. This easy drinking 5.2% ABV cream ale goes down way too easy and is perfect for any time. Also, get ready for Oktoberfest at Eighth Wonder Brewery. Saturday, October 14th, 11 to 10 p.m., Oktoberfest beer will be on tap along with specially cast limited edition glassware with live music and great food. EighthWonderBrewery.com for more info. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com <laughs> Alright, Drink of Ages, we are back on, and this is the music segment of the show, and it is sponsored by 8th Wonder Brewery, man. You need to stop by 8th Wonder every Thursday and Friday at 7 p.m. for an 8-track live music series featuring badass local bands and excellent 8th Wonder beer. Their latest release, AstroTurf, is a dry hop cream ale. It's a throwback cream ale dry hop with a healthy amount of Amarillo hops, smooth, easy drinking beer bolstered by a pungent floral, fruity, and citrus aroma. 5.2% ABV, 24 IBUs. Grab one for your next beer. Some AstroTurf from 8th Wonder Brewery. And speaking of 8th Wonder Brewery, which yeah, it's kind of kind of hard to describe this because you guys are playing right now as you're listening to yourselves on the radio at 8th Wonder Brewery for this 8-track session. We have Dead the World. Floyd and Floyd Mikey are hanging out with us. Hi. Yeah, we got to get back. We just finished up sound check, and we'll be ready to play here in just a second. <laughs> so you have you have five minutes. <laughs> get over there so you can listen to them. But now, oh man, uh, that that's actually uh, you know rabbits are out there playing. Yeah. Um, you guys put together a nice little event over 
at Eighth Wonder. Yeah, it's our first time playing there. I'm really excited about it. I love the place. Man, that backyard is something special. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. yeah, you only be playing for like a thousand people just, yeah. just <laughs> hanging out in the backyard. Well, exactly, that's the thing. It's like a built-in crowd, so should be good. Yeah, bochi ball. If you want to throw mm -hmm. some bochi ball, bochi. you can. Uh, Get a few games bags. in after the set. Yep. I will say this. Like, I never played bochi ball before. Then we did beer Olympics a few years back, and that was one of them. And it's like, hot nice. damn, this game is actually fun. And it probably wasn't. Played it. I played on the Wii. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's Only close Wii enough. Bochy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean it's, so, it's yeah basically all there. Yeah, it's a yeah eighth wonder man. It's, it's, they've got a badass little spot over there, and with the stage and everything, and it sounds really good. Delicious yeah, beers. Yeah, all kind of beers to choose from. So, but man, let's talk some dead to the world for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all right. You guys, you guys. Which, uh, I don't know, I felt like you were on the show way back in the day, but that whole beginning year of the show is just a blur. <laughs> so it's very possible that I was wrong in that one. But uh, you guys not happen, but we'll have to check in with some of the other guys and see if maybe they showed up. Maybe it's possible. It's possible. But um, let me go back and look at some pictures on Facebook, Mikey, because yeah. I swear you were there at one point. <laughs> I swear you were. But, He's just uh, drinking at the bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's one of those things that when we were doing the show over at, over at that studio, we had 97.9 and 102 was all in the same studio. So by the time we were done with our show and we're just sitting out in the employee kitchen area, which is right outside the studio, that's when 97.9 would start doing their live mixing, mm. which would, you know, gave us all this live music to sit and listen to while we drink for another couple hours. Yeah, yeah. So, so just for race. Everything yeah. that happened. So everything that happened, it's <laughs> like, what exactly did happen? But uh, now, but you guys have been making music now for, for quite some time. Yeah. So, uh, Dead of the World's been decade, around. Like yeah. from the original incarnation, and then I've been in the band about five years now, and Mikey's a little over three. Yeah, a little over three years now. So. Right. So, yeah, with this latest incarnation, we've just been working on a lot of new material for the eventual... Uh, Full release, yeah, full length. Soon, soon, soon. soon. Yeah. Still got a few songs to to, to write, but uh, and we're working out uh, who we're getting recorded with and everything. So, but yeah. uh, we've been teasing a soon. few songs at some of these shows. Yep. Um, and then we got a few more shows coming up. We're pretty busy in October. We got a got a show over at the. Newly remodeled uh, Rockefellers. Yeah, yeah, we're man, doing that place one. is nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't played there yeah. yet. That's uh, October seventh. We're playing. It's a benefit for the Marquee Moon Lounge. And some flooding, it, flooding issues yeah. with the uh, during the hurricane. So gotcha. Playing with Houston's legendary Eye Against. Yes. They can come back for that show. Then uh, October thirteenth. We're doing a, doing a showcase for our buddy Mike James, who's putting out a book, uh, Montrose Horror Stories. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So just I haven't heard the, anything about that book. Yeah, well, yeah, you should check it out. All um, the weird stuff going on in the mid-2000s in the Montrose. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird yeah, things going much, on. Yeah. He's pretty much Montrose staple, been around forever, worked everywhere, uh -huh. still does. Uh yeah, he's had a couple. This is like, I think his second book he's had. I think his second but, book, uh, and then he's also working on a couple movies. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. The man, the early two thousands, Montrose, late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. Montrose yeah. was uh, it was it was a good time. Oh, I will man, say that yeah, first, but sure. it was it was definitely a trip. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was definitely the dirty the dirty Montrose. That's, <laughs> that's 
for that name. Especially when they're all coming up just barely of age, not knowing anything better, and that's where we ended up. Oh, uh, man, like, what was it? Uh, we used to hop the fence over to Emo's mm. and before we were 21, and then I'm not even going to talk about some. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, some. It's like, yeah, I went over there one day in the daytime and uh, just to walk through, and I saw yes. that couch. Those, yes. I'm like, uh. I sat on that couch. <laughs> like, oh, man. Burn it now. Burn the pants. Yep. Man, back then. Yeah, man. This, it was all kind of great. Like, back in the 90s. You know, yeah, I started coming 2000s. around like 95, I think. Power tools. As a kid. But I was like a child. I was like, I mean, I was 15 years old, 14, yeah. 15 years old, just kind of hanging out on the streets, just, just hanging out with punk rockers. Like that's all I cared right. about. Right? Hey, punk rock kids. Oh, Fitzgeralds every week. <laughs> yeah, like well, we did like the numbers thing, like every Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday like, numbers. numbers. Yeah. And uh, Fridays, I think too, just like hanging out on the, hanging out on the patio in numbers, just doing, doing nothing. Yeah. Rudyard's. Rudyard's indeed. Yeah. Always been. Always will be a great spot. Uh, one of my favorite places in Houston. Yeah, spent a uh, lot of time on that stage. Yeah. yeah. Well, not me. I spent a lot of time watching that stage. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the bar, too. The bar is awesome. It's like perfect little English bar. Yep. Pub. Yeah. Well, until they got rid of their tater tots. Or they, <laughs> they got rid of their, their patty mills, what it was. Uh, Man, yeah. That's, a, that's just insane. a protest. I went like a whole week without going over there. <laughs> Otherwise, they still got some great food. They do have some great food. But speaking of local bars, this one is amazing. Like this is yeah. my first time in here, and I'm loving it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Second time here, love it just as much as I did the first time. First time, fantastic. Yeah. Well, now we have the picnic tables outside. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have that before. You just had a couple of tables right outside. Yeah, and we have uh, the nice. two bathrooms, yeah, which fancy doors. Yeah, which was nice because last weekend uh, when we did the halfway to St. Patty's Day yeah. party here. Oh, we were just admiring the uh, remnants of oh, the, the dead <laughs> rabbits out there on the patio. Yeah, yeah I don't think Seamus is quite <laughs> made it through still, his hangover does yet. Does he know it's still there? So, uh, his, it was it was it was it was a fun time had by a many, by a many that night. Yeah, I was gonna come. I drank a few the night before, so. I was in bed all day and decided not to. Uh, <laughs> Showed you. That's the best way to shake it off. <laughs> yeah. Go to a punk show. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, now, I mean, there's been. It's kind of like Houston music kind of went through this weird transition during that period, too. Yeah, it's only like the early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, where there was a lot of bands that. What you mean when everybody had funk in their band and some hip hop? Yes. <laughs> for some reason? Yeah, it's for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, and and it was just different because it, it was, that music was never really around. Then all of a sudden, everybody yeah. started having that in their bands. But and then yeah, all those guys they transitioned out and started really amazing bands. But then the scene kind of dropped off, and the city missed out on some of the best talent that's out there. But you know, a lot of them are still plugging away. You know, see some of those guys coming up, and of course, you know, most of them. We missed out on uh, for the Chris benefit that never happened. Yeah, that was a real bummer. Harvey it really took was. That away yeah, from us. Harvey took that one. Yeah, that was gonna be a, that was gonna be one hell of a show. Yeah, man, I was looking forward to that for sure. Thirty some odd bands, We're still, three stages, yeah. three days. It's still, you know, they're still talking about putting it to another date, but trying to get it worked out with all those bands. You know, it's it's tough. Not bands easy. Bands <laughs> hadn't been together for fifteen yeah. years, so it's tough for them to 
get their timelines I mean, together to, like, for one day. day yeah. to where we were, like, right, they already had their vacation it. time put in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the spouse is already approved. The kids were taken right. care of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we reached out to them. They're like, uh, no, sorry, guys. We'll figure something else out later on. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Dead of the World, uh, Basel punk band, you know, from, right here from Houston, Texas. Uh, I've been playing music since, you know, mid-late 2000s. Uh, got a bunch of shows coming up. That, you know, just follow them on Facebook. And that's what music you've been listening to throughout the breaks. But, uh, yeah, so playing over at Rockefellers, ever since they read to that place, I mean, it was, always, it was always a cool little spot. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, now they've set it back up to yeah, be really looking forward to playing that yeah, another premier video. music spot for bands to cool play spot, and go man. see. It's got the wraparound balcony, and yeah, it's yeah, you can have fun. your wedding there too. It's yeah, real sure. fancy. Yeah, <laughs> just do both. Just have a punk rock show and the wedding at the same time. Classy. Stumble next door to Star. <laughs> Girth, we're looking at you. <laughs> punk wedding. Let's <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Uh, actually, yeah, at my wedding. At the rehearsal, my brother-in-law's punk band played. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just yeah. part of it. Good. The 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 elder people were kind of like they they had that yeah. little shocked look on their face yeah. for you know the first three songs and then they they got into it. Yeah. Get but, used to it, Grandma. Yeah. You're, you're gonna like it. Happening. I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of wondering about how the eighth wonder thing is gonna be with the right. built-in with the built-in crowd. Like you know, and there's not gonna be. Elderly folks there, but there's. It's but a there's, different. It's a different crowd. But there's going to yeah. be some different it's people. Be a yeah. more we got, intense than we got, I guess we, they we, usually we got, have. We got some like nothing easy listening, but we've got you know some palatable songs that most people can listen sure. to. But we got some heavier, faster stuff, which we're going to play. Yes, so I say play, play as heavy as, as fast as you can. I'm just we're curious, doing them all. Curious to see what. Curious to see how that goes. Yep. Um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be fun. Oh yeah, it will be for sure. And worst case scenario, you're still listening to music and drinking beer. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, because so like I said, eighth, the same thing. What are you complaining about? Eighth Wonder kind of, you know, they, they, they've created a great little, uh, man, I didn't know what how to describe it. Like, they created their own entity over sure. there. Sure. And between yeah. the Houston sports and getting with, like, Bumby and all this, yeah. you know, they're hip-hop people around Houston. And so they, they have... You know, the weekend's over there, the place is packed, everybody's having a good time, and everybody's hanging out drinking beer. So I think I think throwing you guys in the mix is just as that's way we have it's just good. Yeah, it's just another side of Houston that you know doesn't always get recognized, but it's still there and there's a good following to it. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'll be well it's kinda like again, time warp (laughs) situation. (laughs) But yeah. Good to see you guys out there Friday. (laughs) Great show. But yeah, uh, but Dead of the World. Uh, look them up online. Follow them on Facebook. Go check out one of their shows, man. And, and you're, you're not going to be disappointed. And if you're any fan of this bar, you know, Drink of Ages, and you hear a bunch of punk rock being played here all the time, so go out there and watch a punk show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Thanks good for, for everybody. Us. Yeah. All right, man. We gotta wrap this show up. I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to listen to any of the old shows, sponsored by Buffalo Body Brewing Company, you can find them on iTunes. You can find them on SoundCloud or go to drinkofages.com. This show is sponsored by our buddies over at Bell's Brewery. It is uh, man, their Oktoberfest is out. Get out there and try some of that. Astros, good job, congratulations, kick ass this postseason. Uh, Man, we'll talk to everybody next week. Be safe.